king, you a king, you know it. King already, already, you know it. Top everything, everything, you know it. King already, already, you know it. My body, so got a king body. Body gon' shine, bling, bling, body. Calling all the shots, ring, ring, body. Crown on your head, got a king body. Don't live the king, you a king, you know it. King already, my baby, you know it. Top everything, everything, you know it. King already, already, you know it. Shine already, it's time already. Line already, it's time already. Shine already, it's time already. The line already, it's time already. Try to stop it, just a no, no, no. Where have they you Hello, 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 everyone. Hi. My name is Damio. And I am Erica Mona. And welcome to Cross Culture. <laughs> All right, okay, welcome to episode 18. Um, yes, Erica, yes. let them know what is cross cultured. Uh, cross cultured. Cross cultured means the crossing of your different opinions, your different thoughts, your different feelings. Um, your different cultures and different background and just how that crosses together and becomes one for you. Period. That's all I can think about. All right, everybody. Um, you guys already know how we like to do things. Today's topic is going to be a very interesting and thought-provoking mm-hmm. topic. Um, however, before we like to get into that, you know, we like to do that. topic. <laughs> All right, so hot topics. We have a few, not too much, but they're like I feel like they're like legit, sort of controversial issues. Um, so the first one: a white woman creates a nightcap, aka bonnets, um, and she's charging between seventy-five dollars and ninety to ninety-eight dollars for this nightcap. Foolery. And basically, her name is um, Sarah Lindeberg, and she's from Canada. And, you know, she had an interview saying, oh, you know, my skin was messing up from my hair. And I just thought about what to do. And, I, you know, I just came with the idea of making a nightcap, you know. <laughs> and obviously it's like nightcaps, bonnets, they cost what, like $5, At $3? Most, that's on the high end. Bonnets really cost three ninety eight. Exactly. Like this is something that's been in the black community for how many years? And now you want to call it nightcap and put a bow in front of it. Make it seem like you made something special. It's, it's the same material, silk, whatever, the same thing. And you're charging $98? Here's my thing. My thing about it is, you know what I'm saying? So is the white community really going to sit here and pretend they've never seen a black woman in a bonnet in all these years? But that's what you do. Like, is Harriet Tubman not wearing a bonnet? Ah! For real, like, let's let's play the game. Like, are we really going to sit here and pretend? Like, did we not sit here and report... Um, maybe was it like three, four weeks ago about a school in Houston that was banning black women from For coming up bonnets, there in yes. bonnets? And now you're going to sit here and pretend that this white woman invented this? I mean, it just shows how they profit from our culture. They still our invention, our ideas, and, you know, they make it their own, and then they want to charge $98 for something that's $3. They make it seem like... just It reminds me of Kim Kardashian when she did the box braids. Girl, Conrose, you going to call it box braids? And it became a whole new style in the media and pop culture. It's not box braids. It's Conroe's. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing. That's what, well, you know, that's what they do. And I, I feel like I'm even more disappointed that it made Forbes. Like, I found out about this through Forbes. Mm. And Forbes, you're supposed to be this, this, this um, thing in the media that lets us know, like, who's doing what in the business world, who are the up and coming, who's making the noise top, in the right. business world. So you're telling me that this woman came up with a bonnet and that's who, that's who we're saying is the up and coming in the business like, world? Like, she already successful. Already. She's already. She's a millionaire, already. bro. Like, like already. And that is crazy. Already. That is crazy. Nightcap. $98. First of all, white women, y'all buying this for $98? I know, right? Hey. 
you know, it has a little bow on the front. And then, you know, like on the, you know, the, the, the advertisement for the, you know, she has one black girl wearing it. So I guess maybe that makes it okay. <laughs> you know, it's for everyone, not just white women. Nightcap. Get your nightcap, guys. Isn't a nightcap that's not going to slick off of my weave because now I guess it's supposed to hold like silky, silky hair. hair? Girl, bye. Because then I might invest. <laughs> not yet, dollars. <laughs> no. If, no it, if it make sure it doesn't fall off when I wrap my weave at night. Ridiculous. We have different type of bonnets, you know. That it's not just it. the same style. Anyway, but that's that. Ugh. Okay, Puerto Rico. So Puerto Rico. Okay, Is that a funny topic? I don't know why. <laughs> it's not a funny topic at all. I don't. I just did that. Okay. Um, all jokes aside. So um, the governor resigns amidst the um, public protest. So this is the first time ever um, that a governor would resign. Shout out to Puerto Rico yeah. for showing us what d- democracy looks like, showing us what protest looks 12 like. 12 days of for, massive Yeah, for, for letting us know what happens when the people come together and it's really for us, by exactly, us. Exactly, exactly. So basically what happened, um, so some messages leaked, right, that this governor, um, what was the message about? It was like his chat messages, and it was basically against um, women, gay people, overweight people, it was against um, a reverend independence movement leader who died of cancer and thousands of victims of the 2017 hurricane. So this is a gov- governor, and you're talking shit about your people, about the people who voted for you, okay? And yeah, and I think it's amazing that he's out. There's so, much, there's so many more things going on, and they've been going through so much, um, you know, um, corruption from the hands of the government and scandals, and you know their pension being taken away from them, their bonuses being taken away from them, their salaries being um, decreased. So I think this is a very good thing that's going on for them. He, you know what, Puerto Rico has been through so much. It has, um, and, and it's still going through. And so they're much. still going through so much, right? And I think that that little bit of protest and activism yeah. that they did and advocacy should really resound here in the, the United, United States, States mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, Puerto Rico is still part of America, but it's not part of the United States per se. Yeah. And it's kind of like, if you really think about what they were demanding, is they were essentially demanding a higher level of standard for their leader, which is what for we as Americans country, are yeah. saying that we want out of the 45th president, right? Exactly. That we want that level of respect. But the, the T is... Do we have it in us to revolt like that? Girl, this, all this happened, you know, based on the, the chat messages. But our president, not even our president, but the current president, okay, we've heard him say racist, you know, demeaning, like, just like... All the phobics, homophobic, like, xenophobic, racist, like just like, transphobic. He's a bigot. Like, like it's just, it doesn't make sense. We've heard him say it. He, we've, he's tweeted it, okay? Yeah. And then he is still, like, he's still the president. He's not been impeached. Nothing. They're not doing anything about it. It's just like, what's going on? You know, speaking of which, the uh, Mueller reports. Um, oh yeah, happened, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm not that deep into politics to give y'all a, a sound bite on that. I'm just letting y'all know to go read. No, that's it. going on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but shout out to Puerto Rico, like. I'm happy that they were able to get that situation resolved to a degree. Yep. Um, so let's get into some little juicy stuff. So Nicole Murphy. So she's the ex-wife of Eddie Murphy. And I think she has like six kids for five she kids? She had a lot, for, she, a lot yeah, of kids for Eddie. That, yeah, for him. And so basically, 
there were some pictures, you know, in the media, and she was kissing. Um, he's a black film. Um, he's a black director. His name is Antoine Fuqua. Is that mm-hmm. He was like the director of um, Equalizer, that movie with Denzel Washington, uh-huh. like really good movies. Um, and pictures of her, both of them kissing in Italy. And mind you, he is married to Leila Roshan. Uh, yeah, to actress Leila Roshan, who she y'all might know from... Um, Waiting to Excel. Waiting to Excel. She looked like Robin Givens, the other actress that looked just like Robin well, Givens so, that we mistake so them for. Oh, people mistake them for? Yeah, because they, they, I'm not going to lie. I they guess look the eyes. Alike. They do look alike. For like years, I thought She was in good movies. Person. Why Do Fools Fall in Love? Why Do Fools Fall in Love? I really like her. her. But anyway, um, but they're married. Like, I went, actually went through the actress, um, Leela's um, page. It was, like, in April. She was, I guess he got awarded for something. And she was saying, my husband, blah, 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 blah. And this is what, this is just July? So, yeah, mind you, of course, couples go through their stuff. Maybe they're going through some, maybe divorce or separation, whatever. But why would you, and mind you, I guess they, they all run in the same circle. Here's the real tea. Who got the point? The hot boys or the hot girls? Because I don't know who got. Girl, this is no point for nobody. This is this is this a is shame. who we need to know. Is this it is a hot? Is it is it a hot? No, this is ridiculous. And then nigga, then um, I guess um, Nicole, what she said, she's like, oh, we we're just sharing a family friend kiss. What? You kiss your family friend on the lip? See, but the street- and and they were in their bikini and the swim swim shorts that, and everything. That was more than a family thing. That's listen. Go for beat on and, the lip. And here's the kicker: Lisa Ray was not shy to say uh, she did it to me too, baby. Yeah. Like she definitely to her ex husband. To her ex husband was messing around with her husband while they were still married. So I just don't get it, Nicole. You're a beautiful woman. You not you, you know you had your oh own successful relationship for the most part. Um, you know because she was engaged to Michael. What's his name? I don't know. That football player who now does... Oh, the, Michael Strahan? Mm-hmm, really? Engaged. Yeah, they were together for like like three, four years. I did not know yes, that. Yes, after Eddie Murphy, they, they were engaged, but whatever. Now, it makes know. me think about how relations like, okay, girl, so what happened? Is she then? jaded? I don't know what's But going why are you going on... Okay, Lisa Ray been divorced her husband like a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? So this is not a new thing she's doing. It's not doing. a new pattern. So now it makes me think that, okay, girl, so why did you and Eddie get divorced? Did I mean, you cheat yeah, on we, Eddie? Did you cheat on Michael? What's, what's, really, what's the tea? What's going on? Like, come on now. And you guys run the same circle you guys are family friends why would you do that to a family friend even if you do know that they're divorced that's even like a no-no yeah that's girl code number one that's, you don't, that's you don't touch my this ex is, this is ever no like, you don't know I don't know who and who who got the point hot boys I guess hot that's girls? what I'm saying nah, is it a hot boy or hot girl know. thing like I, I guess mean, to be more of a hot girl thing because it's like okay you as the husband or is it a city girl Ooh. 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 This is city girl. That's city girl. City we hot girl. girls, we don't do stuff like that. <laughs> that's, that's more of a city girl thing. City girl. Her old, her old self nonsense. I brought some classism into city girl, hot girl debate. I don't care. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that's that. Um, now, you know, this is a little backlash going on. We all know the Brown Skin Girl song that was on Beyonce's um, Lion King the gift. album. And um, it was with um, Whiskey. It's a decent song. I mean, we're not like big fans of the song but overall the message of the song yeah, is it's, positive it's cute, like it's, it's, a, it's a song that is needed okay right. so it's good um, but it so happened light skin girls they're mad about the song here comes colorism just when you think black people are about to have a moment colorism rears its ugly head um, I was really disgusted to see it like I'm be real I was really disgusted to see how black women were on social media Going back and forth. Like, you know what? 
Yes. I think in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, shout out to the dark skin, the brown skin girls who don't get enough love. Never in my mind, though, did I exclude light skinned black girls from this. No, movement, at all. Right. And I think like that's what I'm saying. I think it is like a double nasty type thing because light skinned women that are making it a point to say this song doesn't include me and this is this that, and the other. There you go. Separating yourself from being black. You're now saying that you're a different kind of black. Exactly. Right. Which is which is like you hate to say it, but here you are exclu- uh, excluding. I guess yourself. they're also upset because, you know, I guess some of the lyrics of the song, you know, she names Lupita and she says she talks about, you know, the, the dark tone and dark shade. So maybe because she didn't say light shade or whatever, so they're offended, but it still doesn't make sense. Why do light-skinned women want us to cry with them? I'm not about to... Listen, I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to sit here and and cry with you because black people said you weren't black enough and they called you yellow and so on. I'm not saying that that's not... You that's know, not to take away from the insecurity or whatever. Or what you have an insecurity, but let's like stop trying let's to be real. equate your issues with what dark-skinned people have to go through, especially dark-skinned women. Exactly. Like, you know it's not the same thing. You know you work from a certain access of privilege. You know that things work different for, me, for you. And like for us to just always have to recircle this conversation is annoying. Ridiculous. And it's the fact that even to today, music videos, movies, you know what I'm saying, they praise lighter, lighter skinned women. And you know, we saw a video of a girl who actually, you know, made her own um, light skinned girl song. And it actually blew me because it was a Nigerian girl too. Okay, and she wasn't even fair skin like that too. She sure was. She wasn't even light skin. You know what? You even consider light skin. She wasn't even light skin. So it's like, girl, you're just maybe a few. Maybe She's a little bit caramel. Yeah, and it's like, girl, you gonna make a whole light skin girl song talking about my skin like pearl, girl? Really? And, and it's just like, why? Why? Like, why, why is it this why? serious to y'all over who? First of all, y'all overusing the caption. Let's start there. Yeah. Damn. I'm sure you guys have brown skin mamas and aunties and cousins. Let them. Let us. As women, as brown, dark skin, let us have this song. Let's just, like, why take it so personal? Like, it's, it's, enjoy it. I'm, I'm just saying, it's like, y'all didn't know what complexion you were before. That's what I've been saying. Somebody released the color chart so I could know who's brown skin, know, who's right? light skin, and who's dark skin. I guess I don't the, know. The brown paper bag? Is that what we're going I mean, and, and we're still going by the brown paper bag test. It's a lot of y'all that's dark skin that don't want to say it. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of y'all that's light skin that don't want to say it. So, yeah, that's true. That is so, like, true. what are we going by? Like, I remember in college I had a whole argument with somebody because we had a real dispute over the fact that they said Nia Long is brown skin and Gabrielle Union is dark skin. I did not get it. I, I In my opinion, I said Nia Long was always, to me, chocolate. They're like, no, she brown skin. I'm but the fact you, that you have to read different the, shit and be exactly. like, no, she's brown, no, she's yellow, she's high yellow, she's a bit fair, she's caramel, she's dark, and exactly. she's not dark, and it's, it's, it's too it's much. It's too much. Like, as a matter of fact, can we end that caption? Y'all can stop calling yourselves brown-skinned girls. We all knew, we know what you are, bro. It's just costing separation. It's just too more. much. It's too much. I'm disgusted. All right. So I was doing some little research, and um, I don't know if you guys know... Um, Desmond Elliott, he's a Nigerian, like a known Nigerian actor. He's also a politician now. Um, so he he calls, it was some interview, and he was like, he calls for the ban of all foreign movies in Nigeria so Nollywood can grow. And I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. That's not the problem with Nollywood. Like, that's, first of all, Nollywood is like the third largest movie industry. Like, Nollywood is growing, and it is still growing. Exactly. But banning foreign movies, what is that going to do? That's not going to solve it at all. That's not the problem with Nollywood. And I think for you to call something like that, it's it's a deflection on what the issue in Nollywood is. Because as you said, Nollywood is the third highest distribution of movies, right? 
Um, but the problem with Nollywood's growth, and I think what he really is trying to say is kind of like within a, within Nigerian context. Mm-hmm. But I'm just kind of like I feel like a lot of people watch Nigerian movies. Like we have our own channel. Girl, Nigerian own... movies are on Netflix. Yeah, now. like it's, so it's, it's like, like it's a lot of people. Like it's all over YouTube. Like we have our own channels. There's our own streaming services. We have Eroko TV. So I, so I don't so many. I don't see how foreign movies are prohibiting the sales of um, Nigerian movies or the growth of Nollywood at all. Like now let's invest on making our movies better. Exactly. Okay, the equipment, the, the sounds are a lot of times are horrible and everything. You and, know? I, and I think that's what he wants more than anything. What you want, say what you want. What you want what is needs for, to be done. Exactly. It's for a Nollywood movie to be in contender for an Oscar for international movie like right. these French movies right. are. But you can't have that because Nigerian movies don't have that depth and plot um, played out in, in the movies. Like they have them, but then it's not structured correctly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's just. I'm like that. That doesn't. That doesn't make sense. That's not really smart. Um, we we need to do better. Let's focus on ourselves. Okay. All right. So our Olodo of the week. All right, you guys. We gonna we gonna get them to the drop first before we really get into what they did and who they are. We gonna start it off with Olodo of the week. <laughs> I'm bleeding. Why? I don't know why the thing ain't working. We having tech issues, Lord. All right, uh, we're going One to more time. All right, should we just... <laughs> it's up. I have no idea why it's not working. Olodo Rabata. Woo! <laughs> us. Okay, whatever. Right. Uh, I have no idea why it's not working, y'all. Pray for us. Okay, you want um, to read it? All right, so basically, don't let that distract you from the fact that Forever 21 is Olodo of the week. Right. Um, Because this week, uh, while Forever 21 was sending out their plus-sized... Uh, clothes they gave them an Atkins bar with it and if you don't know what diet Atkins bar. is Atkins is a diet program so they gave them like an Atkins diet program now I don't know what they really meant by it it could have just been some little promotional program However, but why did, did you said it it wasn't sent to all customers yeah I don't think it was coincidence it's not like it's advertised on their website or you know they included like oh hey you're gonna get this you know as a free sample with your order no it was specifically for plus-size women, you know? So you... And then they're going to send an apology. Keep the apology. You know what you were doing. That was intentional. That's why y'all got to shop fashion over curve. No free plugs, though. <laughs> it just blows me from all this, like, companies they, or celebrities. They do things. Obviously, it was intentional. And then you want to, like, give out some lame apology. Why? You guys did what you wanted to do. You guys thought about doing it. You guys actually... Went on and complete, completed the job. You sent out the bars. And then you want to say you're sorry? Yeah, I just want to know who needs to be fired. I think that's the thing that they need to tell us when we finish having yeah. all of these debates and everything. Like, when we see Gucci do stuff and H&M do stuff and all these other Who's things. Who's Let me know. Like, who deserves the smoke? Like, where did y'all fumble the bag? But I feel like, you know, whoever, okay, who brought up the idea, but I feel like it had to get some type of approval from the top management um president whatever so that's what i'm saying they ain't trying to fire the president for stuff like for like the sending of stuff is that who did it or was this like a a stupid prank like somebody thought it would be funny like (laughs) right all these atkins bars that i need to give away we might as well do it for them (laughs) they're they might as well be on a diet like what what's going on and then also what plus size girl linked with the other plus size girls who shop at forever 21 to know that all y'all got the same true true like how is there a group chat Group chat plus size is there is, girls. is there a page on Facebook for us? They probably to discuss? got multiple emails from you know their plus size customers saying, "Why did you send me this?" 
True, and then somebody was like, out or something. Someone probably posted like, "Hey, you know, social media." Someone probably made a video. I got this. I got this. Some influence, and you know exactly. And from there, someone else says, "Me too. Me too. Me too." You know. Um, so I think that's probably how it happened, but it's just ridiculous. It's so ins- it, no, it doesn't make sense. I'm blown out a little of the w- of the week drop ain't work, y'all. I know. Dang, we'll get it together. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, mm-hmm. but I think that's a hot topic. Yeah, hot topics was it weren't that many hot topics this mm-hmm. week. All the rest was just nonsense. Yeah, so we're not we we're not gonna talk about Jermaine Dupree talking about stripper rapper strap. It's, yeah, it's the same girl strap. We're not going to acknowledge Bow Wow talking about Sierra, Sierra was mine ha- first. Oh, my God. It's just, we're not going to talk about Lyra Galore trying to get another baby daddy. Oh, my God. I'm not going to talk about R. Kelly and that, his, what's called, his management lawyer, yeah. whatever that guy, you know, he took his Him saying back. that. Yeah, it's he just. He said, no, I'm going to take it back. It's nonsense that happens, yes. but is it a hot topic? Mm. Mm. I feel like giving an Yeah, yeah. It's no not free- important hot topic, okay? How about that? All right, let's go into our topic of the week. I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a long time, Mm -hmm. y'all. So the topic of the week is culture vultures. Um, Now, you know, the term cultural appropriation comes up a lot, right? Like, we always talk about this is cultural appropriation. That is cultural appropriation. So let's just get into the T of it all, right? So we're going to first of all start with the The definition definition of cultural appropriation. According to Wikipedia, cultural appropriation is at times phrased as cultural misappropriation. It's the adoption of elements of one's culture by members of another culture. This can be controversial when members of the dominant culture appropriate from disadvantaged minority cultures. Cultural appropriation is considered harmful by some and to be a violation of the originating minority cultures. All right. That's basically. I think the nightcap was a good example of cultural torture to me. Right, okay, explain why. I mean, I know, but... But basically, based off your de- your definition, it's like, this is already out here. As you said, who doesn't know that this is something that's in the black community? It even made it to the news. So obviously, everyone knows that this bonnet, silk cap, night cap, whatever you want to call it, it's something that's already done in the black community for years, and it's sold at a very, very low price. So now you want to make the exact same thing, okay? And it's like, oh, you want to... It's not even like you're like, oh, uh, I did my research and you want to make your own specific brand. And then, of course, you were inspired by blah, 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 blah. You got inspiration from this or give credit or whatever. No, you want to make it seem like, oh, I had a dream about this new business I made, you know, which is the exact same thing that's already there by black community, brown community, whatever you want to call it. And then you want to profit out of it. And you want to make $98 when it's sold for $3. I'm going to push back only because we're having this conversation. Uh-huh. I completely agree with you. But what about women who have braids, right? You know, because we let, you know, some people say that when white women or women of other races that are not black get box braids, it's not considered cultural appropriation. So would you say that they also need a bonnet in which, like, this is the... They, I mean, yeah. You know, because say that they don't go to the beauty supply, like, that's not there. You know, let's just be honest. The beauty supply store is a black thing. Like, I know to go to a beauty supply store. They're not selling bonnets as Sally's, which is right. where white women get their hair care products. So maybe to them, this was innovative. Like, is there is there a line where we say... It was ignorance versus complete cultural appropriation. I think it's a combination of both. I mean, for me, I'm not the type to be like, oh, they cannot use uh, because it was created by black people or it's only in a black community. They can't use it. No. Yes, girl, go get you a bonnet. It's on Amazon, girl. Come on now. So it's not just sold in, um, what's it called, in beauty supply stores. No, they they sell um, bonnets, whatever you want to call it, in many places. 
Don't go make your own ninety eight dollar bonnet. So I get hear what you're saying, but yeah, as a white woman, if you got braids, or rock your braids, get you a bonnet, get you a silk scarf or whatever it is. Do your research. You see it on Amazon. It's in Walmart. Heck, Walmart sells everything. I don't. I personally don't like white women having braids. Why? And, well, it's like they can have their little French braids and like braided buns, like they've been doing the little Dutch braids or whatever that they've been doing. I don't like when they get Why? like. You know, kind of basket braids. But I guess the same way, you know, people could stuff. argue and say about women that wear um, wigs or get weaves. It's not the same thing to me. What's the difference? Because I think that, I personally think that braids and stuff are used as a, a protective and a manager, like a way to manage your hair. That's not just the and reason like, of braids. Braids was not created to manage your hair. Braids has been around from the beginning of time in right. Africa. It's a That's hairstyle. That's what I'm saying. It is okay. a, it's a hairstyle, but again, it's not, as you just said, it's a hairstyle that came from Africa. Not okay. saying that, like, you know, nobody can, can share or dip into, but as the definition said, when we have groups that are marginalized and are treated a different type of way because of this exact same hairstyle, it's not fair for, I feel like, white people to get to wear braids. For a long time, braids were not professional. People judged you off having braids. Which is true. And even to today, they just passed the law that, you know, they're not going to, you know, have this discrimination against black hair and black hairstyles, you know? So it's kind of like, you know, I, I just feel like for white people to be able to to pass it off as just a hairstyle when it, it when comes it, with so, okay, when it argument. comes with so much it's like it's not fair for for you to just be like oh well it's just it's a, a hairstyle, hairstyle. Right. when it's like for us to even rock it is for issue. us to even wear it is a lot when it comes with a, just a lot of like heavy stuff you know what I'm saying like it, it's just braids are, are not like they are yes it is just a hairstyle but it's also not just a hairstyle yeah, I, okay, I get that, you know, especially with the fact that, you know, as black women, our hairstyles has always been an issue. Like, even, even in South Africa, you know what I mean? The girls with their afro, it was started school, it was started in boarding school, and um, it actually made um, news how uh, they don't allow them to have their hair in a certain way. You can't have your big afro, you can't have, like, colorful braids, you can't have big braids. Your hair has to be tamed, quote-unquote tamed, you know? So with that, I get it, you know? With that, I get it. But what about, so to you, then, what what, what about weaves and wigs? and stuff what would be your argument for that I don't you know it was weaves like and wigs protective hairstyle that is a protective hairstyle to me because it was it's like it's 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 black people's way. It's not just a way to assimilate, but it's also like an easier option when I'm putting these situations but, but to I think assimilate, the, right? Right. So I guess uh, the key word is also a way to assimilate too. Yeah, it is a way to to assimilate. So it's like just as you said, there's a lot of spaces where kinky curly hair is not considered tamed hair, right? So it's like, well, this is my hair. What I'm supposed to do? Shave it, or, or you know, I, I can't. Right. You know, some I guess I wear a wig. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like to wear a wig so that you see what's on my head as acceptable. Yeah. Um, and you know. I just think that people make it seem like white women don't wear weaves or extensions. Girl, they do all the time. They've been about that life. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all the thing. time. So, so yeah, that's where I get like annoyed with that. Because we're treated unfairly. Because we're treated unfairly. And sometimes it's like braids is the only, it's like the only choice. Like I was just saying how I'm about to get my braids redone because like I just can't deal with heat right now and doing with weave and it's just like my real hair would get too unmanageable like I would literally it would just in this humidity and this heat it would just be too much so for me braids are like my way out of having to do something to my hair all the time without constantly playing in it you know what I'm saying and it's just like sometimes it's, it's not just a cool fun fashion statement for us sometimes it is like 
that's what I gotta do. Like with even like with little girls, I know like with babies, especially toddlers, a lot of people just braid their kids' hair because it's like that's what I have to do to keep her hair done so it doesn't fall out, so it doesn't get tangled, mm-hmm. so it doesn't like it's something that it's almost a necessity in the black community braids as a hairstyle. Yeah, I think it's a representation of culture. You know, the different type of braids. It's not just single braids, twists, whatever. It's a representation of your culture. You know, as you said, they're Ghana braids. You know, where it was. You know, it started in Ghana, you know, there's specific, you know, hairstyles in Nigeria too, where you like you manually see it in Nigeria too, you know. So it's you know, representation of culture, as you said, it's not just um hair you know, protection or whatever. It's so many things. For context, what we're calling Ghana braids is feed in braids. Oh, that's like, what they call it. That's what they call them feed in braids. Oh, really? So yeah, know but but you know, that's kind of, so, which brings us to a whole other thing, right? So I don't want us I when we talk feed-in about feeding braids was different. It don't look like Ghana braids. No, it's like initially originally like if the the style of feeding braids is Ghana braids. It's just that Ghana braids is more like detailed. They do it more, mm. but it's low key the same thing. Um, but anyway, I don't want the 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 conversation to just be lost in black and white. I think that as especially as of late, I'm seeing a lot of intercultural cultural appropriation right like a lot of the time when we think of cultural appropriation it's within like a, a, races. like races like white this that, and the other but especially with like a, a whole afro beats wave like we were just in a group text talking about this is the afro beats summer woo, 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 woo. but it's kind of like i do see um some slight cultural appropriation with like african heritage um in certain ways so you know i know i'm about to get killed by the beehive but i'm gonna say it a couple years back when Beyonce was on her ocean goddess way no. and this, that, and the other, I felt some type of way, right? Now, granted, it's not necessarily my heritage or culture um, in, in the respects of I don't practice that, but in Nigeria, it is a very, like, it, it is a, a big cultural practice. You're like, talking about the ocean? Ocean goddess and everything mm-hmm. like that. It's like a, a big cultural practice. And, you know, I'm all for understanding and learning your heritage, but I felt like there was a certain point where it became very theatrical with her like where it was like this is part of like an aesthetic or it's part of you like it, it's it's something cool to add into your so, so what is it look. that you think that she should have done are I, you saying as felt, she, she couldn't she can't use she can't use get inspiration or you know want to tie a gale because I, I did see her use you know gale as the head girl and stuff like you know, that you know in the videos are you saying that she can't do that she can't wear no I pieces? feel like I feel like everything has to be a two-way street right like you you can't get like culture and artistic inspiration from something without also divulging yourself into the culture without also speaking on it. I felt that at the time I didn't really hear Beyonce speak on um, Nigeria or even talk about Nigeria, or even acknowledge the fact that you getting this stuff from Nigerian culture. Like, oh, you, you think know, she didn't? She didn't. I, I, I personally did didn't hear any any conversation about Nigeria coming from Beyonce. To be quite honest, as of recently with her new album is the first time I've really actually heard her acknowledge or seriously, like seriously take ownership I think, of like I think she has in the past but I think now she's definitely doing more and you hear it more and I think that's in general because now Beyonce is now being more outspoken now she has an Instagram now we see more of her now we could sort of relate to her a little bit maybe a little bit more personally but I, mean, I definitely do feel like in the past she's made some type of statement because even her and her husband they produced that um, the Fela Kuti Broadway Fela show Kuti, you know yeah, what I'm saying with Will Smith and them yeah so I know that she knows about Nigerian culture her, what's, what's, what's it called? Her baby shower, kid, baby push, shower whatever. Fella, it was fella. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe I have to do more research and find specifically where she said something. But I've seen so mo- many videos and little documentaries that she's done and like, where like, okay, she has the gay lid and I, I would like to think that she gave some type of, you But know where? I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, uh, she does it artistically. She has the, it's like, the, and, and I feel like if you know 
Mm-hmm. And I thought that, that, that comes from you being Nigerian. You know where she got it from. Right. If I wasn't Nigerian, I wouldn't know where she have gotten it from. from. I, I just see it. I see yeah. I know it's African, but it's like, where in Africa? Who is this? What is this? Like, you get what I'm saying? Even when they co-produced um, Fela, Fela, I felt like they, they didn't really talk about who is Fela, like, what is Fela, like, it was just like they co-produced Fela and like... I think other avenues might have talked, talked about, about it, it, but I would have liked to hear this from, from them, them directly. That is very true, especially if you want to bring a certain culture to the forefront and you know let it be your inspiration. I agree, but what with this new album, it seems like she's doing better with it. You don't agree? No, I mean I think that you know she made it do what it did. You yeah. know, like you know what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I, 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 I appreciate the album. I do like the album. We touched on it a little bit last week. Um, I don't think it's a cultural appropriation scene that that yeah. you know she she collaborated with a lot of African artists. Um, but I do think like you know it's it's. It's a fine line when we talk about cultural Especially African within appropriation race, within the black com- heck, community. Because Nigerians do it too. You go to Nigeria, Nigerians want to be like Americans. Exactly. So bad. Like, it's it's like I feel like it's so hard. I totally agree. You know what I'm saying? Especially like Especially with you are American and you know with the whole culture, slavery, racism, yes. whatever, you know what I'm saying? You should definitely give credit to your to, to your motherland, okay? Let's just be real. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the fact that we know how Africa is, you know, as a continent, the African, you know, Nigerian countries, Western countries, Western Western African countries, we know the position they're in, you know? Mm-hmm. So to take advantage and you not know, to give credit or acknowledge or to even uplift them, it's definitely wrong. It's not doing anyone any good, you know? Um, but as you said, it is it's a really thin line, especially within a black culture. Because there's so many cultures within a black culture, you right. know? So even in Nigeria and all this other, you know, um, African countries, it's like, they want to be American so bad, you know what I mean? They they want to... They, they, they're even forgetting and even leaving their own culture to yeah. want to be American, to speak like American, to wear American stuff, you know? Like, they're not wearing their clothes as they used to. I think, you know, now... Like, African um, fashion is coming back up. Mm-hmm. You know, you see so much. You know, Ankara. Ankara. Mm-hmm. It's coming back up. And I like how they're doing it. And I like how we're also, like, um, those those um, um, big, like, name brands, whenever they take African prints, I like that we're not pointing them. We're pointing them out now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And saying, hey, this is our material. And we're, now yeah. we're being, now we're knowledgeable about the fact that they're, they're stealing it from us. Yeah. It's not no more like, oh, well, you know, they like it, so that's fine. But they are stealing it from us, you know? Because you just see all these name brands before, and you're like, ah, isn't this not Ankara prints? Exactly. But they want to call it some Kente, zebra or something. Yeah. They want to call it some safari stuff. But it's like, come on now, you that stole was it from title, us. Safari. safari. That was the name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but... I don't know. It's just a really, it's a really thin line. It's just hard because you know I get it. You know, um, before I used to not be offended, but the more you definitely educate yourself in certain things, you're like, okay, wait, hold up, this is wrong. You know, and I really got offended because, like, for me, you know, especially having grown up in America, I felt like I was, I was put down for having my Nigerian roots. So it's right. almost like to, you know, it's not, it's not that I'm very happy that the generation after me has like such a wave like y'all saw when I went to prom and I posted the girl mm-hmm. and she had she's Ghanaian and Haitian she had her like kente and everything for prom and you know that's just the wave of kids nowadays yeah. I don't think we, we had that option but we didn't have that option you get what I'm saying like it wasn't as popularized so I'm happy that they're able to be in their own skin but growing up it was it was terrible like you know what I'm saying we were just teased from here to there for being African for doing this for having this type of culture for doing that so it's like now 
now to see all the time stuff like jollof rice is better than this and I know yeah. like bro what you really don't know nothing about jollof rice like just just admit that you try some with your friend and that's cool I'm happy that you engaged in the culture but it's like it's still not your culture to speak on to that right. extent to be that heavy with you know what I'm saying or it's like learn like really learn and accept that you're learning and, and do that yeah. and I, I think that we do black people we do it in a, in a lot of different ways right like I see it with Spanish cultures you know, like I've talked about, like why rappers every time they want to hear a little a cultural, y'all instantly hit a salsa beat or a bachata beat or something like. What y'all know about bachata? Like mm-hmm. it's cute or whatever, but like, what? Why is this y'all? Then y'all want to have a music video in Cuba and do this and do that with Spanish girls? It's not your culture, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is the the line between appreciation and appropriation? Yeah, talk about what you said. You know, because I have a different point of view or different experience. Because as you said, you said growing up here, it was like you were like made fun of your Nigerian heritage and culture. You know, and for me as a Nigerian who lived in Nigeria, and I think many Nigerians are you know other Africans can attest to this. When we see someone that's not of a culture participate in our culture, whereas our attire, we get super excited. You know, we're like, oh my God, you know? And for me, in my head, it's out of like, oh, you love my culture, so you're going to wear this Ankara too? Go for it, you know what I'm saying? Or you want to learn, try and speak my language? Go for it, you know what I'm saying? You want to get your hair still like mine? Go for it. So when I came, you know, and I do see maybe black people, you see them with their, what is this, dashiki stuff? Is mm-hmm. that what they call it? You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know what I mean? But not realizing that Nigerians that grew up here, it was not the same experience, you know what I mean? So they don't have that excitement that I have. But you know, I was listening to someone and they were like, in general, African as a whole, we get super excited if a white man is doing some African thing. You know what I mean? But it's like, or if we hear a white man try to learn our language, we're super excited. You know what I mean? But it's like, does the white man, does he credit us for trying to, for speaking fluent English? Exactly. Like, we, we don't get excited. Like, you don't hear no white man clap and say, exactly. good job, Nigerian man. You, you, you spoke a whole nother language exactly. in, your, in, in your country for 30 years and you were able to come here and speak proper fluent English. Great job. You know what I'm saying? We hear every day how they're so mad that Hispanics can't speak um, Spanish. They keep on saying, go back to your country. You know what I'm saying? You're Mexican. You can't speak. We hear how they're so mad about the fact that people can't speak English, you know? But we, as black people, well, as Africans, we get excited when white people do this, you know? And when he said that, I'm like, it made me think, like, okay, wait, hold up. Okay, like, chill a little bit. Like, that actually really makes sense, you know? Like, why, as black people, as Africans, why are we so... It's not a bad thing to be happy or excited to see other people do it, mm-hmm. but we have to also put you know, put in your mind that uh, do they give us the same response when we do it? And we yeah. go far and beyond to speak proper English, you know what I'm saying? To look our best when we go to work, you know, to do our best. Like, as you know, Nigerians are, like, the most educated immigrants, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We go far and beyond in this Western culture, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To really understand it and to live life. We try to be the best black white. I had a a professor when I lived in Cali um, for six months, and he told me, he was like my political science professor, he was like, he tries to be the best white man he could be. Mm. You know what I mean? As a black man, he says, I try to be the best black white man that I can be, you know, like to survive and really make it, you know, to, to, to go under the radar. Yes, he has a super dark skin, but, you know, you just know he's on it, you know what I mean? You, You know? And it's like, wow. I don't know. And, and that's my thing, right? It's like, you know, when I ask the question, what's the difference between cultural appropriation and appreciation? For me, it comes in if you appreciate the culture. Right. Like, if you really have an appreciation for the culture, right? Like, 
you know, for example, um, there's a big talk about the the hip hop vibe in Tokyo and China, right? Oh. Like, like people talk about that a lot. Like, oh well, because um, how how it started was I saw a picture on Twitter of like this black couple. They were really cute, but they had on like kimonos and they t- were taking pictures in front of like some Chinatown stuff. And they had chopsticks. Yeah, in and I thought I was like, oh, this is cute. It's a vibe. But if it was the other way around. Black people would be screaming black uh, cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of people hit me in my DMs like, but Asian people be on they B-boy, da-da-da, they get dreads, yo, 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 all of that. They do so They hard. do, but to me... I don't Those, see no appreciation from them. To, to me, some of the people, because when I be watching some documentaries and stuff, some of them really have an appreciation for hip-hop. It's not even some. like they, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that everybody all Asian, you know, we already know what it is with Asians and black people. But... I, I think that some of them really have a real appreciation, right? Like when you hear I them talk some. about the hip hop culture and stuff, they really are students of hip hop. Like they really took the time you to all like, those like hip hop dance, yeah, teams like and break dance dances crew. and stuff like that. Like they really take the time to like hear it, learn it, know the names, know the vibes, know like who the big hitters are, know like the stuff so that they can be about it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that is the difference. Like how many of us that that really want to embark on these other things, they get Chinese tattoos, how many yeah. of you really like love China or like want to go they to even China? Know? And half the time, they get like the wrong tattoo. You Don't know what I'm saying? Know. Like then you have someone who's like, who can speak Chinese and they're like, wait, that actually doesn't mean what you think it means. Mm-hmm. It means dog shit. Okay. Right. <laughs> like, like it looks cute, but that's not what you try. Like, yeah. they definitely botch a tattoo. But you know what? In this conversation, you know what just came to my mind? What? Is it possible to appropriate white culture? What is white culture? Damn. No, that's a, no, maybe no shade, nothing. But what is white culture? Like seriously, think about it. What is white culture? What What would you consider white food? What is it? What What is white culture? Sandwiches. I guess. You know, because, you know, it's even funny. Even speaking of white food, you know, I was thinking the other day, you know how they make it seem like, oh, Nigerian food is so unhealthy. But they make it seem like there's no healthy food in Nigeria. Like, we eat F all, vegetable soup. That's it's healthy. healthy. It's all about how you make it. Okra you know what I'm healthy. saying? Okra, plantain. We eat plantain. We eat yams. You know what I'm saying? Beans. Moi moi is made out of beans. Akra is made out of beans. It's all about how you make it. So, the, you know, the whole concept of, oh, Nigerian food is unhealthy it's only the white man food or yeah. eat grains and do this we have all those same things it's cause America's food is processed you can eat all the same stuff that you would eat in America and Nigeria but because of they don't add the sugar they don't add the carbs they don't add all the stuff the nasty stuff they add to American food it's not gonna hit you like that cause every time I'm in Nigeria I eat I'm not gonna stunt I eat what I wanna eat but I always like lose weight Oh, really? Yeah, like, no matter what. And it's just because... Girl, like, that's that heat, That's boy. the heat. But, you know, it's not like, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's never hot in America yeah. during summer. So, it's kind of like... It's because half the stuff you're eating, though, don't have all that extra... Yeah, I think because I just see on Instagram, people say... It's for all this night. Some some American... Nigerian Americans, and they're doing this whole Fit Fam thing. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, I can't eat Nigerian food because it's so unhealthy. No, make it healthy. It's all about proportion. Yeah. Yes, you can't eat maybe Amala as much. But well, it's, same, a full plate but of it's rice. the same way you won't eat pizza a burgers like that exactly so back to the original point what is white culture white culture is a combination of all these other cultures that they stole from you yep. know what I'm saying it's, it's, it's slavery it's the genocide of Native Americans it's all of that you know so it's like what is white culture I don't know what Damn. white culture is we, I mean we know what white behavior is white culture is genocide damn <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, real, and, and, and you think about it, and this is not even just white Americans, but just white people in general. Like, you know, like. No, I ain't gonna cap like that. White people, see, white Americans have no culture, but there's Italians, oh, yeah, there's Germans, they do have their culture. You know, white, white, they're Portuguese, all you know, they're all. Portuguese ain't white. They ain't white. What are they? I guess Spanish. They're not Spanish. They speak Portuguese. Well, they ain't no English. They're not English. They're Portuguese. That's what I'm saying. Well, I but guess... Portuguese is closer to Spanish. Okay, well, I'll give you that because they're next to Spain. Yeah. Um, they ain't... They, mm. Right, but... um, But yeah, anyway... I guess what... Okay, well, the question would be, what is white American culture? Genocide. Racism. Cultural appropriation. Segregation. Slavery. <laughs> Police brutality. Why are we just coming up with everything that comes to our mind when we think of white folks? You know, just be honest. Not that we don't hate white people, but, you know, let's just... just I have some honest. white friends. <laughs> How you gonna pull I have some white friends? I do. <laughs> I got cool. A couple white people I'm cool with. Oh, yeah. Some, like, Peter... Um, I, I work Jason. with white people. <laughs> Why are you gonna say it in that song? I work with white people. <laughs> Is that white appropriation? Because I'm using, I'm using their stuff that they use? Hey, I don't know. It's just so confusing. But, yeah. Um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just really hard to... I think it's harder to define within the black culture, you know? But I think overall the goal is if you're black and you want to... I think it also pisses me off when black people who've been around Nigeria and feel like they know, they know Nigeria. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, G. No, that's what I'm, that's what I'm people saying. Black like, who've been around Nigerians... I mean, yeah, that's the best way to learn about Nigeria, to be around the people. But at the same time, it's not the same thing as being in the country. Or, or, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like don't act like you know friend, how Nigeria... You have, it's the same thing. It's like, like when you have a white friend or a Hispanic friend that be around all black people, right? Do you let your Mexican friend say nigga just because he be with y'all? Some people do. Well, some people do, but... You but know, yeah, like, that's just, yeah, that's it's the same thing. It's like you do you want oh, to let them speak on your country or speak, or speak on, you know on what I'm this saying? and that. It's certain stuff that it's kind of like you know. At the end of the day, yes, you understand, you cool and all, but you you know, it's little nuances that you don't, don't get you, that you, you probably can't, not gonna get and you can't get because it's not a hundred percent you. You get what unless I'm if you go there and you say, okay, you know, I'm putting, I'm gonna go and live and in I Nigeria and learn. Eh, that's a different. But even story. then, you you at a whole different lens, G, and that's just the fact of the matter. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying this to add any level of separation to um, Africans and African Americans or whatever because as Burner Boy's mom said at the end of the day we all came from Africa you get yeah, what I'm saying before you're anything you anything else know, you were Africans, Africans. so it's true. like yeah it's not to say that but it's just also to understand like when movies like Black Panther gas you up and, and give you a fake African cult, uh, country with you know borrowed African cultures and stuff to align with I understand the pride and symbolism behind it yeah. but also like don't let that mistake you and have you doing things that's like oh that's like low key offensive because you're taking from a culture you don't fully understand mm-hmm. and, they, and you're doing it wrong and that a culture you don't even really want to acknowledge yeah you know that you've try so hard to separate yourself from too you know I think that's also when it becomes a lot of the issue too because like we know how some African Americans try to separate from being identified or acknowledge you know Africa as their motherland or you know being from it at all you know but I guess it goes both ways as we said you know a lot of Africans want to be like you know Americans over here um we're all humans we're perfect we're not gonna get it right but I guess it's step by step day by day Step by step, day by that was a song. Oh. All right, um, so I that's, that's it for that's me. That's our topic on cultural appropriation. Yeah, like you know, I'm not gonna beat a dead horse. Y'all know what it is. Yeah, um, you can continue the conversation using hashtag cultural cross culture conversations. Yes, yeah, so Instagram, which, Twitter. 
Oh, yes. Now it's time for cross-cultured conversation. Yes. So you guys know we have opened up our DMs on Twitter and Instagram for people to communicate with us, ask us things. Um, and, you know, just a lot of people just want to hear our opinions and stuff outside of the show. So um, this week... Um, some of the questions that we received, we chose one in particular because we thought it like it resonates it mm-hmm. with us. Um, so here it is. Let me pull it up so I can get it. First of all, all right. So here is the question. Uh, it says hi, cross culture. I love that y'all are doing cross culture conversations where your audience can interact with you. So my issue is, I have a friend that recently got into a relationship. I'm very happy for her because I believe he's a good guy and they are good for each other. However, the issue is she won't shut up talking about him. <laughs> Nowadays, every conversation we have is about their relationship. Every IG Snapchat post is of her and her boyfriend and how they are in love. Now I'm not a hater by any means, but at this point, it's too much and it's overbearing. Is it wrong? for me to mute her on my social media and should I have a talk about this with her I miss my girl in our relationship how do I handle this situation hmm. we've all been there we all have friends we've all been Dang through the honeymoon the- phase like I feel like we've all like on what side th- on both sides like okay. we've been through the honeymoon phase where you know you just get with your guy and you, y'all just la 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 and everything yeah. your whole life is about them and then on the flip side I've been on the other side where it's like dang girl like you was a person before you got into this relationship <laughs> like calm down you know what I'm saying so I like this question a lot because it's relatable mm-hmm. um, and basically um you know, I think it's important to just let your friend know what's up. Like, honesty is always the best policy yeah. to me. And it's just important to let them know, like, you know what? You were a person before this relationship, and, I, and I'm and i interested in you. Like, I love you. I love your relationship and everything. I'm happy for you. But what's going on in your life? Like, it's it's sometimes your responsibility as a friend to keep your friend in Grounded. Track. I think also maybe think about, okay, how recent is this relationship? Because as you said... You know, as a girl, a guy, you get you meet someone new and you guys are really free each other. That's a lot of, that's many what's in your head, you know? So I wonder, is this like two months in or like it's going on six months and it's still the same thing? And, I, and I, as you said, I've also been on the end of where, you know, your, your, your girlfriend or guy friend is just talking about every conversation is about the relationship or it's about, oh, my boyfriend did this for me or I'm mad at my boyfriend or woo, woo, woo. And it's kind of like, yeah, you can confide in me about your relationship. Yes, I could give you advice. Yeah, we could talk about it. But that's not all. When it gets to a point then where you, you even stop asking about, oh, hey, girl, how are you? You know what I'm saying? If it gets to a point that you're not even asking about your friend, or as you said, you guys are not talking about any other thing. It's just about the relationship. Then, yeah, it's like, okay, girl, it's getting too much. I hope, I, you know, like, yeah, you're in a relationship. But I think it's also a sensitive thing, thing to bring up, too, talk, mm-hmm. to talk about people's relationship, about mm-hmm. how they are in their relationship, you know? Oh, yeah. Because in her head, she's probably like, girl, she could easily think, oh, you being a hater. You know? And you know how some girls could take things about the relationship? Oh, girl, you just mad because you ain't got no boyfriend. So now that's a good question, too. Now, this friend, the person I sent you this, do they have a boyfriend? Or... <laughs> they add all of that. You know, she did say, I'm not a hater, though. Yeah. So I'm going to guess that she's single because... She's single, yeah. Because she would have put, like, you know, I have my own relationship to worry about. Yeah, but, but even whether she has a boyfriend or not, I do get her point, though, yeah. you know? But I think it's just, like, the other friend could say it as, oh, she's being a hater, but that's not the case. Now, with the whole Instagram thing, listen, I, I've seen... I see it so many times. And it's like, yes, show off your relationship. Yes, post you and your boyfriend. But the whole world doesn't have to see it in every single post. Oh, every yeah. Snapchat, every Twitter, or every Instagram does not have to be you of you and your boyfriend. And I think I'm the same way too. Like when it's certain, certain th- when you're posting certain things too much, it's like, 
It could be overbearing, you know. And hey, if you want to mute her, I, I would say mute her. Yeah, mute her. It's not that it's, it's fine. Like it's it's your own feed, it's your own page. Yeah. You you know you have control over what you want to see. You can mute it if it's too much, you know. But I guess you have to be careful. You just have to know how you're gonna have this conversation with her. Yeah. It's not very delivery too. So far as you remain a friend and yeah. everything, even if you mute her, you mute her. It's your that's feed. fine. Like that's fine. You just gotta be like, girl. I just feel like. I'm you happy trip. for you in a relationship. I'm happy in a relationship, and it's wonderful. But you know, I miss you. I miss us. Can we talk about all right. this stuff? You know, and then from there it would go on. You know, and what we all have to remember is that what like relationships are, are more than just romantic. Like you, you've been in a relationship with your friend before you were in a relationship That's with true. your boyfriend. Yeah. So you don't want to drop one relationship for another, another. relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very true. That's very true. Because when your boyfriend drops you, who's gonna be there? Your girlfriend that you're gonna be calling and crying on. Okay. Exactly. So don't don't neglect her, okay? Let's let's be good friends Period. to each other. <laughs> I think that was a very good one. Yeah, that was cute. All right, let's jump into TV and music. Mm-hmm. All right, damn, where is my thing? All right, let's do So TV. Um... Oh snap, do we do black excellence first? Oh yeah, black excellence. Let me go. My black excellence person. You guys yeah. already know who it is. It is Burner Boy. Oh <laughs> Y'all know how much I love Burner Boy. Like ugh. I've been to two of his concerts. He's having another one in September. I'm definitely gonna go. Um, but I guess just to drop the little tea already, you know, he came out with his fifth studio album oh, called yes it's called african giant and he, you know he's been saying this whole african giant thing for a whole little minute you know um but it has 19 19 songs on it hit songs you know <laughs> hit songs i just love it and his features are d- decent he has one with georgia smith i'm not crazy about that song he has one with um angelique kijo i love her she's a legend he has one with um yg with future um so uh, just give it up for burner boy you know, Ooh, oh, we yeah. te- listen, y'all. Mercury, Mercury is in retrograde, and you guys I don't know. If I believe know, in that Mercury, stuff. and y'all know when Mercury is in retrograde, a lot of technical what does issues that mean? come up. It means that we are in a Mercury solstice, like it is in retrograde. That's what is what's so bad things happening? It's kind of like there's a lot of like mishaps with communication uh, with technology. Yeah, really. Well, is it just for technology? It's a lot of like it's mostly communication and technology. I'm oh. a, you know what? I'm gonna start bringing y'all the zodiac break, girl. Bye. Um, oh, who's your person? So my person is this Ghanaian woman named Rebecca Apia, and she's a businesswoman behind a mobile salon service. That instead of um, you know, a lot of her clients don't have the time to come into her because of kids and work and all type of stuff, transportation. So she uh, raised a bunch of money for herself, and she takes her salon two people so mm-hmm. she's like on wheels and it's how a she does like a hair truck oh which is super God. cool that is so um, innovative and I'm, I really think it's like super excellent because you know it's just one of those things that we as women use to feel good about ourselves you know like mm-hmm. people talk about hair or whatever but getting your hair done getting your hair washed is just another form of self care and therapy and for her to be able to bring it to women and work with them in that way it's, it's kind of like a superhero like I like that's part of the reason why I hate doing certain things is like I hate sitting in the shop I hate like just the time of it sometimes you gotta mm-hmm. wait this that and the other I don't have time but for it to come to you is such a convenience and for her to also finance and do this by herself um, it is something that I commend her for fully especially in Africa where resources are a little bit more I limited I think it's so amazing cause yeah you know there are hairstylists that do come to your house but the fact that she's on wheels you know you could be like maybe you you shopping and stuff you're in a market and you're like oh I need to get my hair done and you see the truck like ah please quickly come and do my hair real quick like that is amazing you know mm-hmm. I think that's Woo! 
Give it up for her. <laughs> yes. All right. So let's get into our TV and media and music. All right. So um, first thing first, there is a Harriet Tubman film coming yeah. out. There was a little backlash on that, too. Um, because, you know, which kind of goes into our cultural appropriation conversation. So they're saying that the star of the film... Um, I mean, she's Nigerian. She's Nigerian, but she's they're saying that she's a... Uh, she's a British. She's actress. a black British. She is. So, you know, there's some sort of little thing in Hollywood against the black Brits. Saying I could feel that. that um, you know, that they come and take roles and so on and so forth. Um, and even furthermore, they said that she had like tweets or something where she was talking about black Americans. Uh, just kind of like, I guess, making fun of them. So they said for her to play one of the most notable black Americans. Oh, I feel that. Something. So her name is Cynthia Arrivo and she's a, she's Nigerian. Um, um, but yeah, she's a British, like she's really talented. Like she could sing, dance, she has all the awards and stuff. But I I understand. I think I agree with that though. Like you know, this is a, an Amer a Black American history historic moment person. You know what I mean? So I get how it's like. Were there any you know Black actresses that could have played her? That's, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give the the opposing view. Um, there comes a line where you you gotta separate life and art. You have to. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't get certain, certain things, right? Like, if we just really said, like, the pool is just black American. Of course. Things, no. You know, who going to play her? Who? For <laughs> real. Who going to play it? Tika Sumter? No. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I, I feel like if she can act, she has the talent. Yeah, and I'm sure. She's black. She, you know, exactly. at this point, she's, she's dark-skinned. That's the best I can ask for. These these days. And I'm Hollywood. sure the audition wasn't no black American yeah. actresses. You, you know? know what I'm saying? Yeah. She yeah. Was, she, I think she just, she got the role. She, she got, got the, the role. role. And it's kind of like, and you know what? I think that, you know, I love my black people, but sometimes we be oversensitive about things because we make jokes about everybody. Oh, yeah. Black Twitter, the whole black Twitter exists on us making jokes about every single Thing yeah, and everybody, and you know, granted, I didn't see the gra the level of her tweets. So I don't really know how egregious they were, but I do. But think, black Americans do it too. You know, like, we talk about each other. We black, talk about other blacks. You know, we, we talk, talk about, about black with Caribbeans. Black. We talk about islanders. We talk exactly. about Nigerians. We talk, we talk about Africans. We talk, we talk about, about other like everybody. So, so yeah, you know, it's it's almost the same way when we see um, different TV shows where there are people who are African who are Nigerian played by black people. Mm -hmm. But it's it's Nigerian American actors. Yeah. So like, and they, and they don't get the accent and, right, and, and they don't get the accent right. So it's kind of like, so, so what are we supposed to do now? Go to Nigeria, and get them actresses. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's the same thing. It's a two way street. It, it definitely a is a two way street. street. But I, I, I guess I could feel it a little bit, but it's definitely not enough. But I'm not gonna watch the movie because I don't want to watch nothing about slaves anymore. I'm tired. Ah! I'm tired. I don't know. How, I don't know. I'm, I'm I, I would eventually watch it. I, I'm not gonna watch when it first comes out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is definitely a movie that should have been out, though. They, you know, they is, missed their way. When 12 Years a Slave, Django, all that stuff was coming out, they should have been made this. I know. I, 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 I cannot watch another slave movie. I don't know. I don't know. I'd it, watch it, though. Then it looked like Harriet Tubman got the strap. I'm like, what's going on? Like, this looks a little action film -y. Yeah, it looks like an action film. So, I don't know. We're, we're going to have I'll to see. I'll watch it. We'll just see how it is. Let's talk about Lion King. So, we went to see Lion King. Was it last Saturday? It was last Saturday. Yeah. We were disappointed. Y'all, didn't I tell y'all a long time ago that Beyonce was going to be in there talking about, Simba, you got to go back to the Pride Lands. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, Beyonce was in there talking about, Simba, you have to mm -hmm. go back to the Pride Lands. Mm -hmm. Like, I told you guys. It was no character in her It voice. was no character in her you know, voice. She doesn't have that voice over voice animation thing going on for her. And not that I know you know not, not that you always have to change your voice and sound animated. No. Um, but... <laughs> 
she didn't have it. You didn't the different tonations. You know what I mean? Up, she, you didn't hear it. You know. I was mad they cut Alfre Woodard's lines for Beyonce because if you watch the original Lion King, spoiler alert. She barely talked, G. If you watched the original Lion King, there was a whole scene where Scar is kind of like... Yes. Like, abusing Zarabi. Yes. That's what makes Simba turn up because he saw him be rude yes. to his mom. He was, And, yeah, you know, she was like, you'll never be Mufasa. Mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to Alfred Woodard giving us voice, giving Girl, us the movie was just emotion. not the same. Like, and they cut a lot of vital scenes. A lot of scenes, scenes important lot of scenes. scenes. First of all, let's even talk about how it looked. How it looked was what even blew me the most. Oh, yeah. That whole live action... No. Yeah, the CGI was not. It, it was just no. It, looked, it was weird. It, the fact that Scar looked like them too. Yeah. Why is Scar looking the exact same way as Mufasa? It was think it that low he just key, didn't have as much hair. It was symbolism for Scar to be dark skinned They don't it know was, that though. It was damn low key. It they don't know that. Was. It was symbolism for it, Scar, it Scar to be dark skinned but they took that yeah, out Yeah, with too. the green eyes and everything. Yeah, like, he looked the exact same. I didn't like. I didn't. I didn't like it. The hyenas were off. They were like. It's just, Wasn't one of them were like. We were staying some but one of them. That's Ed. Cool. Ed is like the slower no, one who laughed all the time. No, he okay. wasn't. It, was, it, it just was, was a lie. Zazu, it was a great... He was, right, he yeah. was British, and that's where... Seth Rogen wasn't bad as Pumbaa. He Ooh. wasn't Seth Rogen. No, he was good, he was but good Pumbaa as- just looked ugly. Yeah, like... Why did a pig look old and ready to die? He did. They gave him gray hairs. I said, hey, y'all bogus. Y'all made him a hobo for real. He was supposed to be like a young, like, fat... Come on. Like, just... it looked... Yeah, it just wasn't... Rafiki is, like, a big part of the movie. And, like, they cut... that, And that's what made me mad. They cut a lot of the major, major roles to give room Simply. to Nala. And it's just kind of like... Because Nala did not have that much importance. And they tried to give no. Nala importance because it was Beyonce. And I just felt like, why? It didn't. It really... It, it did not at all. I, whose idea was it to even have Beyonce on it? Let's six out of ten. That's yeah, what I'm reading. Yeah, 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 and that six comes from the fact that it's Lion King. I fell asleep. It's, it's, Girl, she I did, fell asleep. She did fall asleep. <laughs> I like, fell asleep. Knocked out. I fell asleep. I was just, and I love Lion King. I, like I'm, you know what? I'm gonna watch the cartoon again. Right. I feel like I gotta rewatch the. Yeah, because now I'm like, damn, did I forget what this movie was about? The disrespect. No, it was just, it was cool. No. I feel like now the younger kids who are watching, I'm like, oh, y'all really missing out on. They a lot. don't even know. They don't, know. they don't even know they missing out. No, at all. Okay, well, um, Keisha Cole, you know, she's pregnant now for her 23-year-old boyfriend. For her baby, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So she's pregnant, and um, I guess she's having her own reality TV show. I'm happy because you remember Keisha Cole reality TV. Oh, yeah. I thought she was one of the first to have, like, her family out there and everything before this Love and Hip Hop came up. Like, Keisha Cole was the original Original Black China. Reality TV, my life. And she went, she tried for her family, too. She did. Like, no, her story was serious. It It was was serious. And it was real, yeah. And I didn't like her on Love and Hip Hop um, Hollywood. It was just so vague. It was no point of her being on there. It was just to get a a check. That's really what it was. It was no point of her being on there. So I think she's coming out with her own. I saw her with, um, who was this one? Frankie. I, I just saw. The, I just saw a picture with her and Frankie. And Frankie, really? Uh-huh. Um, but I think it's probably gonna be Mona Scott that's gonna produce it too. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But I'm happy for her. Congrats to her. She been yeah. living low key, doing her thing. Yeah. So she's doing well. Shout out to Keisha Cole. You All still, right. We still ain't watched that girls trip or girls. What's the move? The boat one with Lil Kim. Oh, girls trip the boat. I saw some clips it's called of strip it. Strip the boat. I said, "Girls, trip oh, the boat." Oh, I was like, "Strip the boat." <laughs> no, I saw little clips of it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not. Damn. I saw little clips of it, but it's just Maya's on it. 
Why every it week we say who on the show? <laughs> we don't give no context. We like Lil' Kim, Maya. It's not, it's not interesting. It's not. I hope he doesn't come back for another season. It can't. No. Where are they going to go? No. But anyway, um, do y'all remember Blade, the movie? I never watched it, but I remember. What? I actually never watched it. Uh, with Wesley, with Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. That was a really, I love it. I think I watched all three. I think it's three. Oh, damn. Yeah. I like it. vampire stuff, too. Um, you know, so he was like a vampire killer. That's basically Oh, it. really? Yeah, I never oh, watched damn, Blade. Oh, damn, you didn't watch it. I never watched Blade, yeah. Oh, so basically it's coming back. And um, how do you say his name? Mahershala. Mahershala. Mahershala Lee. Yes. He played um, Moonlight. He was the guy in Moonlight. Yeah. What else did he play? I forgot. He was in, um... He was in Luke Cage. I ain't he wasn't Luke, Luke Cage. Like that. He was like that bad guy. Um, he's been in these, some some decent movies. He was in Green Book. Oh yes, he, he was, was in, in Green, Green Book. Book. Um, so they're bringing it back. So I and I feel like he's like the perfect fit. fit. Yeah, you know, they Loki looks similar. Um, yeah, I'm. And Marshall Lee is a great actor. He really is. He's one of the people who we said should play Venus and Serena's father. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. Um, so there's a new Comedy Central show. Um, called Southside. It is based in Southside of Chicago mm-hmm. and what it's about is about a family, a black family owning a rent-to-own business and mm-hmm. it just basically chronicles just like comedy. the little an- antics and stuff. Um, it's super funny. It's actually oh, really funny. It? Yeah, I watched little clips. I haven't watched the full, full episode but like uh, my coworker was watching it yesterday cracking up so oh, I wow. watched a little bit with her and the little stuff I saw was hilarious. Um, and from what, and I listened to their interview on the Breakfast Club. They had an interview on the Breakfast Club a little while back, mm-hmm. and I really like um, some of the things they spoke about. For one, a lot of their actors are real Chicagoans. Like they are, you could tell, like, it's just like people. They were like, yeah, a lot of the time, like we were somewhere, and instead of like putting up a casting call for people, we would just ask the neighborhood people, like, hey, do you want to be in this scene? And they just did it. Oh, that's awesome. And he was awesome. like, he's like, yeah, like a couple of the bus drivers, like really the bus drivers for that day, and they were just giving their best material. Oh my god, and it was super cool. So I really like homegrown stuff like that. You know, we Chicagoans, we're actresses. So I hope they cast for season two. So I, can I get hope on so there. too. A girl, yes. Um, family reunion. Because so we talked about this. So I finally watched it. I'm not. I haven't watched it to the end. It's decent. It's not bad. You know, I something like play while I'm at work or something, and sort of ish funny. Not really funny, but you know, it's just one of those. Girl, why are you looking like that? It's like the first episode took every black. Uh, trope that you could have and threw it in one episode. They did. Um, and they then did. they tried to normalize the rest of the show and then they towards did. the end yeah. they got to like some other so black topics. Um, I think that the show was super corny. Oh but, yeah, it's corny, it's mediocre. Know, it's, it's cool, you know but what I'm saying? But it's one of those okay family shows. Hey, exactly, it is Just what it is. We, and you know, and I'm getting to the place where if we accept it from white people, we're going to yeah, accept it from black Yeah, not people. everything has to be like, uh, uh, like right. Oscar worthy, you yeah. know, um, now I don't like how look the daughter the wig that they got the girl that wig is why just, why she's a child why is she wearing a wig that wig even if she's gonna have to wear a wig child it's just so be, obvious it's a be. hideous wig she really could have could have finessed her somewhere I don't understand what what they did I don't get it, it the kids disgusting. don't look black I mean not to say they don't Actually, look like their parents let's talk about that real quick with this show. One thing that I was disappointed with this show is that it fell into a a kind of like a recipe that a lot of black shows use, mm-hmm. right? Which is like, we have the grandparents. Obviously, the grandparents, our descendants, they're going to be super black. They yeah. are dark skin. Then we have the parents. They're going to be, you know, medium tone. And then the kids are going to be light skin. Light skin. And it's kind of like, I guess it's supposed to show this like... 
this progression of blackness in America, but it's like, no, bro, like, like that's not how hereditary, how like, uh, um, what's it called, genetics work, mm-hmm. like that. It's just not how genetics work. Like, it don't make sense for those kids to be that. Look the mixed. way they look, and they they look super mixed. The youngest, her hair is, she looks. She's she, damn near Puerto Rican. I, I don't think, think she's black. Hispanic. I don't yeah. even think she's black. I think she's just brown skinned. Um. I mean, not to say, not that black people, not that we don't look different. Of course, we are the ones who, we go from the fairest to the, to the darkest, you know? But for this show, and just even look at the grandparents, the parents, it's like, it doesn't even make sense. It, it don't. It doesn't even make sense. So I just kept on like, I'm, I'm like, why would I pick this kid? Like, why? Would, why? Even the super, the, the super fair Alaskan girl. She, she, she red looks She looks nothing. Like, and then they're going to say, oh, looks like um, her, her grandmother, her grandmother. Mom's side. Okay, how about you show us the mother? Let's see how she looked. Also, I was on the line between should we protect Loretta Devine or stop her? Because I'm tired of these mama roles. I mean, but hey, that's what, you know. I mean, if that's what's paying they, her, but also. I mean, it, hey. It, I mean, it's not like in the you know, I mean, we know her. She's legendary. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. she, she started doing this mama show, mama roles, maybe the last, what, 15, 20 years or something? Yeah, that's a, that's a long time. <laughs> you talking about 15, maybe 15 years? 15 years? 10 time. years? How old is she to be Maybe about? 10 years? Maybe 10 they years. They had my man Richard Roundtree all the way messed up for giving him that role. Uh, girl. But hey, I guess that's what, that's, you gotta think about it. Maybe that's the role we could, they could get. Yeah, that's what's out there for y'all, them. You y'all I mean? gotta stop giving more Freeman for, all the old black men. I know, right? They're looking for work. And you know support, what I mean? Support some of our black legends yeah. out here. There ain't no way Richard Roundtree should have been on that little on, show. On that little I thought show. the exact same because he no, wasn't on. Ain't no way. That's Shaft. That's the I original. accepted him in being Mary Jane. Yeah, it's like okay, okay. I accept that yeah, one. You know what I mean? This, but for on. this type of show, even when the writing up, the writing yeah. is weak. The writing is very weak. It's like a poor man's version of um, what's that that Tyler Perry show that Lance House Ross of Pain? used to be. Yes, it's like very. The poor, it's like the poor man's very. version. House of Pain was decent and funny. Yeah, House of Pain was a decent show. Um, but yeah, no. But hey, I guess Black Hollywood. Maybe there's not a lot of work out there, you know. But I watch season two to support. <laughs> right. <laughs> Music. We have a lot of stuff. It was a lot music. of music this week. A mm-hmm. lot of music this week. Uh, okay, Bryson Tiller came out with a track, Blame. I like it. Real trap song. Real like you know, it was a snippet, but it was a hard snippet. I'm excited it was for what nice Bryson and brings. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't complain. I love Tiller. Yeah, that's that's that on that. Um, of course, as I mentioned, Burner Boy, his album is out. It came out on Friday. You guys listened to it. Amazing. 19 songs. Amazing. Amazing. I, I think my favorite right now is Spiritual. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, currently it is. And I, I like Difference. I don't have a favorite yet. I'm still like re-listening and listening and re-listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love it, though. I do. I think that Burner Boy, um, watching his his growth as an artist, really every grown. every single album you see the growth, Definitely. and I'm really proud of him. Like you know, I think this is his best. When we were talking about Afro beats, especially in the crossover of America, it seemed like Wizkid was the forefront, and mm-hmm. here comes Devito being on everybody track. But I, what I like about Burner Boy is like he's really doing it on his own. Like he's not. He's not the feature guy. Like, I think no, that's where Wizkid and DeVito really stepped in with feature, features. And you know what? Features. He does have a lot of features, but his features tend to be with London artists, though. Right, but I'm saying in America. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, in America, he his his introduction to America isn't Wasn't like... That, are you right? He's not, not like feature. the feature on this or feature Like, Wizkid and he didn't Drake. Use. Yeah, and, yeah, like, he said, no, my songs hold their own way. He said he's the African giant. What you expect? Like, period. Yeah, and you know, even on the Beyonce Lion King album, he has that song by himself. <laughs> Beyonce, hold your, what, hold your Lion verse. King. What was it? Not the gift. 
girl, what? whatever. Are you talking about the song or the? Oh, I'm talking about the album. He oh, has a song yeah, yeah. on. Mm-hmm. It's called what's it called? Jare. Yeah. Um, and it's by himself with no one else, like yep. with Beyonce. You know, obviously, I think it's just obvious that he stands out. Yeah, burn um, burn do his own thing. Also, anybody got the plug on a ticket? Send me the link, cause. Are you gonna go? Yeah, I'll go this time. I didn't go the last two times, y'all. Yeah, but I'll go this time. I'm gonna go. Um, Big Sean. He had two singles. Oh, was uh, it two? Oh, yeah, one mm. of them was Overtime, and the other one is single, single Again. I like that one. Big Sean. Listen, Big Sean is always slept on, and I think it's about time people wake up. Big Sean is a big. Is he? He up there? Like he is he's up there, and let's just call it what it is. He he. he I love what his, he's doing. his flow, his wordplay. I think it's one of my favorites, honestly, because I I could clearly hear what he's saying, and then I'm like, damn, he did he just say this? You know? I enjoyed seeing him in Vegas too. So if Big oh, Sean. Oh, he did. If he goes on tour, Girl, I would. Two I would, hours, I would but it was like, worth it. Yeah, like if Big Sean go on tour, I'm about to see. I would, I would, I would. Chance, okay, girl, Chance the rapper album. What's it called? The big, the, the big, big day. day. It don't. It even sound like some childish. The big day. I guess it's about his marriage and his love. That's what I got from it. It sound like a soundtrack to something. It sound like a soundtrack to a kids movie. Yeah. It, that's really. I'm like he could have been a soundtrack for Lion King. Yeah. That's really I, what I was thinking. Like he sound like a soundtrack. I get it. If no one is saying you should not sing happy songs or you know you shouldn't have some melody going on but girl where was the hip hop where were the beats like all this light instrumentals this piano playing all this small small guitar I'm just like ah. I, did, I didn't bob my head to any uh, this too for you talking no 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 Chance been like this low key low key like this was this is what this is how coloring book low key was it's just that coloring like book was more coloring book let me tell you it's because coloring book was more gospel centered so ain't nobody gonna say all the stuff it's like it had like a central theme so you like could you could attribute I'm it to that I didn't listen to Carl that's Carl what I'm saying you could attribute it to that but this was li- literally like that was the trajectory he was going on. Man, and and then it's like okay, even if some of your songs are like that, cool. But it was the whole album, G. It was the whole, even the one he had Nicki Minaj on. He had um, what's her name, Megan Thee Stallion. Megan it was Stallion. the same thing. It was the same sound throughout. Yeah, I get it. You're in love. You find this beautiful woman. You, uh, but I can can I dance to something? To from what we used to listen to. Yeah, I get it. You're not on drugs anymore, but come on, Trey. Come on now. Like, so are you trying to say because you were on drugs, you made some good beats? Yeah, come on, Trey. It's, uh, it's wait, really so the beat. On drugs and like that's that? the thing. It's like it's wait, really more so the drugs. What? Was he on drugs? He, he did drugs a little bit. He went like yeah, a, like drugs. he went like drug drug, but he did. You know the drugs. Look, all the young kids be doing. He popped a couple pills. Oh, uh, it was called acid rap for a reason. Like he really did a little bit of acid. But, mm, but yeah, pop some Tylenol and get some together. I don't know. Tylenol. I'm not feeling this at all. I was I really fast forwarded through a lot of the songs. Oh, I listened. I really did listen, but yeah, no. So Drake and Rick Ross dropped the Lucy. Uh like we said, Rick Ross album coming out. I don't know if it's gonna be on the album. It was good. You know what I'm saying? Rick Ross and Drake, they don't ever lose. So They're a good combination. They're a good combo. They 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 don't lose. I like Rick Ross's features. You know, whenever he songs with other people, I like it. I don't yeah. listen to him alone per se. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's decent too. Rick Ross is definitely like a different type. You got to be in a mood. He's not like uh-huh. you. You can't just play him. But when you in the when you in that vibe, it's yeah, that yeah. vibe. And someone put him. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Davido and Chris and Chris Brown. They had a song. Blow my mind. I low-key ain't listening yet. Oh, I did. It's actually it's not bad. It's not bad. You know, it's not bad. It's decent. It's, it's a slower vibe. You know, it's not like the hype hype. You know, but it, it was okay. They're like an equivalent artist to me. 
How so? Like, DeVito, to me, is like a Nigel version of Chris Brown in like the way that they make music. Like, they both can make a lot of music. It both sounds very similar, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be bad music. You just know it's not going to be yeah, And Chris true. is like that, too. That's like, true. Chris, it's the same thing. You're not super hype. But when you hear it, you know it's not going to be like a bad song. That's true. Because, so, you know, I was just saying with DeVito, like, I feel like he used to work with his lyrics and maybe you need to... I mean, sit down and write a song. Don't just go to a booth and just spit whatever. Because it's the same lines she says that in almost every song. I get it. A lot of songs are about the are about the same thing, about love, getting a girl, or sex, or whatever, you know? But come on, mix it up a little bit. The Not just like, yelling. baby, baby, freaky, freaky. He I want to do you, yelling. do you. You want my money, money. That's what it is. When he gets He's to there, almost like verse, Cardi B. How Cardi verse B? three... He be, ah, he be like, hey, calm, my man. baby, yo, like yes, really, come like, take my money, yo. That's really what it is, and I'm gonna <laughs> blow it on you. Those are lies. I'm telling you, baby, yo, take my, my money, money, yo. You're I, sexy, yo. We go do blow, me, do you. Yes. I buy you Gucci, like, gee, we could make a song right now, and like that. That is Davido, like literally. Ooh. I'm not impressed. Uh, these double XL freestyles came out this week. So we just of course Meg the Stallion. She went hard. It's simple. I'm telling y'all who the only people worth listening: Meg the Stallion, Rico Nasty, Rico the Baby, YBN Corday. Period. Even Tierra White wasn't into me. I don't know. Was it the lack of beats, Maybe. or was it just because you know we've heard Meg the Stallion without beats before? Yeah. So I'm just like. I don't know what it was. Man, uh-uh. I didn't feel it. I thought maybe it was just me. Like, nah. I'm like, maybe nah. I don't understand this vibe. But, nah. yeah. But we know she's good, though. We know yeah, she's Yeah, no. Tiara, Tiara Wack is amazing. But that was not her best freestyle. It wasn't. It really wasn't. It really wasn't. The baby took off, though. I'm he did take off. Say. He really did take the off. The baby. I'm a rank. It's the baby, then Meg, then uh, Rico. Rico? That's my... I've heard some Rico songs that I didn't like. But this is my first time, like even like really listening to her. Uh-huh. Like let me listen to her words and lyrics. I liked it. Like yeah. she's talented. Rico's I like nice. it. Yeah, I I don't know who YBN Corday is. You know what? He slept on because he got a YBN title. But if you really listen to YBN Corday, he's dope. Who's like, YBN? Young I don't, black nigga. I don't know. It was young. I, th- I, rich I think it's young balling nigga. But I don't know. Oh, he's a young black nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's redundant. Right. <laughs> But no, I, I don't know. But YBN Corday, okay, if you saw the BT, did you watch any of the BT Awards? He no. was the one who did his performance with her. Oh. Yeah, so that's YBN Corday. At first, I'm like, wait, who's her? Oh, damn, not her. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so he's decent. He's decent. I, he actually dropped the album. I heard a little bit of stuff. Mm. It was decent. So, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, y'all, for music. Uh, yeah. I think this is the end of the podcast. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, and we have a, sm- a very short qu- quote of the day. Give it to him. Preservation of one's own culture does not require contempt or disrespect for other cultures. Let's preserve our culture. <laughs> Protect our culture. I'm waiting for the rest, <laughs> girl. That's it. I said short. <laughs> all right, all right, y'all. You already know what it is. It's been cross culture. Cross culture. Thank you. 18.